and welcome to Hawk Talk. It's my Hawk's Geek Culture Podcast where we talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. My name is Danny Shepard, and joining me as always is my lovable band of goons, starting with Tony Smith. What it do, baby boo? Jeremy Lee. Sign a kind of doty, Chody. And Noel Shefflin. Whoop to bam. So, before we get into this uh, week's episode, if you guys like the show, be sure to support us over on Patreon. It helps out a lot. We're actually revamping to new tiers starting... Uh, on the 17th, I believe. Yeah, the 17th of this month. So January 17th. Yeah, but we will how do be... you know? Because I'll be the one who's updating it manually. That's how I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, uh, we are introducing a ton of awesome new perks. Um, so if you guys want to check that out, come back on the 17th. Uh, it's going to be really awesome, and there's going to be a lot of sweet new perks for you guys. Sweet uh, treats. Yeah, so just to really quick uh, give you guys a little bit of news about Hawk Talk. We've been talking about some big changes coming. Big, big changes. So uh, to shed some light on that, since we are on episode 98, episode 100 is two episodes from now. Honey. Episode 100 drops on uh, January 17th. And uh, and that is going to be a big day for the channel. It's going to be a big day for our second channel. It's going to be a big day for Hawk Talk. So uh, we will be unveiling our brand new studio, our brand new setup that is still a work in progress because this sort of thing is expensive and takes time, but you'll see a dramatic improvement thanks to Hal and Jeremy who have been building our studio uh, from scratch, uh, literally you know, setting up all the lighting fixtures, uh, building a new table, building all the new stuff to make this a really, really special uh, show for you guys. Uh, and the big change, the one that I think a lot of you have been... Uh, wondering or waiting for or not really caring about until this very moment <laughs> is that uh, Hawk Talk is moving to the second channel. Bum, bum, uh, bum. So before everybody freaks out and gets mad and says that's a terrible idea, we've been thinking about this a long time. We have been talking about moving the channel, moving Hawk Talk over to the second channel since we started Hawk Talk, and we believe that episode 100 is the best opportunity to do that. It is a benefit for both channels. It helps separate both channels, so you're going to have... Uh, Esmahawk TV, which is going to be mostly, uh, it's going to have our vlog series, it's going to have uh, uh, equipment and gear reviews, it's going to have all the unscripted content that uh, many of you who are tuning into this show actually enjoy. So Hawk Talk, Off the Rails, uh, which is Tony's new show, and the Ismo Vlogs, which if you're a fan of our behind-the-scenes content and our Hawk Talk tomfoolery, well, the Ismo Vlogs are a combination of both of those. So um, yeah. Uh, those are going to be really fun. Uh, we got a couple great episodes coming with that where uh, we're going to explain what Ismahawk means. For those of you guys who don't know, we're going to show like some clips from some old videos that we did pre-Ismahawk stuff and uh, a lot of cool stuff coming. Anyway, uh, so starting January 17th, Hawk Talk is moving over to Ismahawk TV. Please, guys, please follow us over there. Please continue to support us like you have been. Please go over and subscribe to Ismahawk TV. Link is in the first uh, line of the description. It'll be super easy for you guys to do. Hit that link. Go subscribe to Ismahawk TV. And uh, we'll see you next week when we'll hopefully have Jamie Costa on the show. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, so hopefully if everything goes well, we'll have him on the show next week. And then starting episode 100, we're going over to Ismahawk TV. And we'll also be launching off the rails and the Isma Vlogs the same exact week. And then you guys will see a consistent weekly schedule for all three shows moving forward. So remember, Hawk Talk is still coming out every single Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, so you can still catch it every single Tuesday. If you're listening to the audio, nothing's changing. But 
If you're watching the video, if you want to continue watching the video and see our new, sweet new studio setup, tune in on January 17th on Ismahawk TV. Please subscribe. Thank you guys so much. Let's get into the show. Sorry about the long-winded preview. Um, so, a lot of, lot of stuff going on. A lot yeah. of stuff going on. A lot of things. Did we want to talk about the Ben Affleck thing first? Yeah. Who is Ben I Affleck? Yeah, that is, I think, <laughs> who, who is, is Ben, ben Affleck? Affleck? Look at these two morose mother... No, sorry. My bad. <laughs> okay. So, uh, from what we understand, there's like... There's a lot of, of talking about whether Ben Affleck is going to be directing the standalone Batman film, right? Mm-hmm. But we like it was confirmed for a while, and then in an interview with the Guardian, uh, interview for the Guardian, uh, they asked Ben Affleck about the script, and he was like, "Well, I mean, if it's not perfect, we're not going to do it." And prior to that, he said that there was no script and it's not ready yet. Mm-hmm. And then, which contradicts what Joe uh, Manganiello said, who's playing Deathstroke in. Uh, I believe Justice League and uh, the Batman, mm-hmm. and he said that they're filming this spring. So hmm. everything is a little bit up in the air. I think, uh, yeah, this is this is well. If they're filming in the spring, they still have time to finish the script. So that makes sense that the script isn't finished. I mean, it it would make sense. It that- depends on what you mean by finished. Yeah. Right. True. Because scripts are usually worked on up until almost the day of shooting. Yeah. Exactly. Certain they're still scenes worked, and they're worked on while shooting too. Yes, so. mm-hmm. totally. Um, but Ben Affleck could also be downplaying ex- like every single detail because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to commit to any kind of answer. True. Right. Which I guess. I mean, he's been in the business a long, long time, yeah, he so he knows doing. his way around. I think the rodeo. specifically with this kind of project, I think that is probably your best option mm-hmm. at this point. I think he kind of he uh, knows. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, even if he is downplaying, like you're saying, Jeremy, I think that's a very good idea because um, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is Batman. True. Um, I mean, and he's played Batman in a, in a prior film, and I feel like he kind of had a little bit of a traumatic experience. <laughs> I mean, I know I had a little bit of a traumatic experience. I'm still I mean, having a little bit of You can see his reactions <clears throat> with the way people, or he reacted to the reception of mm-hmm. Batman v Superman mm-hmm. in his interviews. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Yeah, Most so he, he wants in common. Shut up. Yeah, so he wants this movie. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely wants this movie to be perfect. So, mm-hmm. do you guys think that there's a, a part of this is possibly to let the studio know, stop rushing me? Because even in interviews, he's like, "Well, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't." To maybe make the studio be like, "Wait, what does he fucking mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what does he yeah. mean by that?" Everybody at Warner Brothers, Brothers is just like, like panicking. I was what? like, oh, what? "What? What? What do you mean?" Hey, man, just said he might not be doing the movie. <laughs> Everybody yeah. keeps working. Why well, is no one listening to me? <laughs> his publicist is behind the camera. like, no, no, stop, <laughs> stop, just stop talking, Ben. <laughs> ben, stop talking. Well, no, I mean, maybe that was, maybe that's a way for him to say, hey, that's him sending a message. Yeah, maybe he's sending a message to the people in charge, saying like, I will not be. I will not be bullied into a deadline. Mm-hmm. Let me be perfectly clear. You will not bend me. Yeah, you will not bend Daff like me. Um, but yeah, I mean, wh- what do you guys think about that? You think that's a possibility? Maybe he's trying to play that game? Most definitely a possibility. Uh, uh, I he mean, it's is, hard to say, dude. Like, I, I think it's definitely it's I definitely probable. think he is playing the game. Yeah, I think it's probable that he could be doing something like that. He's a big enough actor and a big enough director mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. to be that ballsy. Yeah, I and think. other people who are uh, involved with the project, mm-hmm. not like it's a big team, so not yeah. everyone is up to date on every single move. Yeah. So if someone like Joe Manganiello mm-hmm. drops a hint that oh they're going to be probably shooting in spring, that's probably the talk, mm-hmm. and 
it's already planning. Yeah. Because, like, with Michael Shannon and Batman v Superman, like, he dropped a hint that, oh, like, I'm cameoing, like, I'm returning as uh, my character, and he has some weird flipper hands or whatever, and then people are like, wait, 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 what? You're <laughs> saying, oh, so you're hinting that Doomsday? It's like, uh, no, no, what? <laughs> so, it's like, I, I didn't realize what I said. Yeah. So, True. he wasn't exactly on the same page as everyone else. It's like, oh, no, don't mention that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think... I think that in general, people take the word of of actors a little bit too literally and mm-hmm. seriously. These yeah, guys they, are they getting paid in, to lie to you. Exactly, they for read a into they read into every <laughs> like these people read into everything that these actors are saying. Just like yeah, because the the actors on big studio projects like this who are supporting characters, they're usually not in the meeting room, the production meetings yeah. with mm-hmm. them. Like they just hear from word of mouth from their agent or through the manager grapevine. or whatever. Yeah. 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 So it's not like they're up to date on every single piece of information, too. Mm-hmm. True. Very true. Yeah. I mean, that totally makes sense. Um, I'm very curious. This isn't really like a major piece of news. I just keep seeing these articles floating around that say, oh, here's top five directors who can direct Batman. It's just like, why are you guys posting it? Clickbait? Yeah, yeah people, that's all it is. Client <laughs> trying to clickbait people into thinking that Ben Affleck walked when he didn't. He didn't, see, he didn't even imply that he was going to no. walk. That's just that's just how the media takes it. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Do you guys want to transition over to Aquaman? Aquaman. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of talk about here. We so really you heard some time. news, Noel. Yes. So I heard some news specifically about the Aquaman movie that apparently they acquired the stunt team behind Mad Max Fury Road mm-hmm. for their underwater sequences. Yes. They are based in Australia. Mm-hmm. And I saw the little like local news segment on that and it was insane. Because, like, showing the footage of them training for Mad Max and stuff like that, like, okay, they know what they're doing. They're serious business. It's crazy. So having them... And they're doing the stunts for underwater fight scenes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa, I wonder what those are going to look like. sounds absolutely terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Shooting a fight scene underwater. Yeah. Yeah. you can't breathe. True. Oh. It's not easy. So it's not easy. I mean, the, that underwater scene for um, uh, Skyfall. Oh, Skyfall. I Suicide talking, Squad. I thought you talking about the the car crash scene. Yeah, that too. I mean, just yeah. I was actually gonna say like just little scenes that are that take place underwater like that, like not even two or three minutes long, and it takes so long yeah. to plan and just yeah. shoot out. Yeah, like takes weeks to do yep. that. Ridiculous. Yeah, underwater, it's. So it's and they're shooting thing. whole fight scenes underwater. Yeah. Like an entire what? movie underwater, bro. <laughs> the hey entire man. movie's underwater. I imagine most of the underwater stuff will be CG, but probably. Well, they had a pool. I mean, for, I wouldn't know. They had a pool for Justice League. Mm-hmm. A big pool. Wait for what? For no, no, not Justice League. Aqua, uh, uh, Aquaman's cameo in Batman v Superman. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Oh yeah. That was. Uh, there was a, a behind-the-scenes footage of Jason Momoa oh, yeah. in, a, in a giant green mm. screen pool. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I want to do some Batman underwater Superman. cinematography. That'd be crazy. We could, <laughs> maybe we should do an underwater video sometimes. Next level, man. So do they actually bring the camera underwater, or do they have? is it like an out or like an above-ground pool, and they have like a plexiglass, and the it, camera's it like It depends on the from, shot, but most of the time it's underwater. Most, yeah, I figured most of the time it's underwater, but I feel like technology is so advanced right now that if they built an above-ground pool, they could probably just have the camera on the outside. It's more expensive well. to do an above-ground pool because that's a lot of plexi and glass. Yeah. That's true, yeah. So it's easier just to dig a hole and then paint the walls black. Yeah. 
which is usually the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Makes sense. I know Pinewood in Atlanta and in, I think London has a location where it's like one of the biggest, un, like, filming pools, indoor pools in the world. Wow. And it's, I think the scale, like, to give you perspective, it's like as big as the pool from SeaWorld where you keep the whales in. Oh, wow. Really? It's a big Jesus. pool. That is a big pool. Yeah, so, like, and they paint all the walls, like, the interior black, so Mm -hmm. underwater, you literally, like, you can't see, you don't know where it ends, so it feels like an ocean. Yeah, that's crazy. That's That's, terrifying. That's also terrifying as well. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. Still not out there. (laughs) So there's more Aquaman news, isn't there? Um, I mean, it's not, like, as uh, timely, but we haven't Mm -hmm. really talked about it at all, and we haven't really talked about it with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Orm and Black Manta and Mira, like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Amber Heard as Mira, Patrick Wilson as Orm, mm-hmm. and they haven't announced Black Manta. You know what's interesting is that Patrick Wilson did the voice of the President of the United States in Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> what? That's awesome. I did not know that. Zack Snyder loves recycling his actors. He yep. loves... He loves yeah, it was yeah, just like a voice on the phone. I don't see it as recycling. You're just working with people you're comfortable working yeah. with. That's yeah. with any movie, mm-hmm. with any director. Yeah, we just see the. I mean, I think ev- almost everyone from Watchmen has appeared, right, so far in the DC Extended Universe. No, it's only been like two. That <laughs> no, was a that's dramatic exaggeration on my part. Yeah, a handful. Because Patrick Wilson. No, no, not dramatic. No, no Jeffrey them, Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. You have uh, the dad now for Flash was Doctor Manhattan. Right. Yes. Right. True. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was like, I saw him. Yeah, uh, I saw Doctor Manhattan Crudup? was Billy somewhere. Crudup? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Billy Crudup as Henry Allen. Yeah, that's gonna be great. Um, who else? Anybody else? So we still haven't had Malin Ackerman. Um, we haven't Wilson. had. Well, wait, wait. Did you already say? Nine yeah, Al? I said okay. Patrick Wilson, um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and Crudup. Billy Crudup. Mm-hmm. And we still haven't seen Malin Ackerman. Oh, what's her name? She was in Sin City. Uh, she... Oh, uh, oh, dang it! I don't remember. But uh, so apparently the relationship <laughs> between Orm and um, Arthur Curry, Aquaman, mm. in the movie will be kind of like the relationship between the dynamic between Thor and Loki. Mm. And because if you guys don't know, or well, I mean, I'm sure you guys know, but Orm <laughs> is uh, Aquaman's half brother. Yeah. They share this the same mother. What? What? Okay. They share the same mother. And apparently. The movie will be dealing with that relationship where Orm is jealous of mm-hmm. Aquaman being, uh, you know, coming back to Atlantis, mm-hmm. lost uh, city I, of Atlanta. I always love movies that deal with brothers, so I'll, I'll be into that. And for then sure. the yeah. main villain will be Black Manta, which they still <laughs> haven't announced who is cast for that yet. Which I'm, they might have not even casted him yet. Black Manta. Hearing that Black Manta is in the movie was yeah actually a bit shocking in the beginning because I was like, oh. It makes oh, really? sense to me that they would use him because he's like the most famous Aquaman villain. And since they want to destroy this Aquaman stigma, yeah, they start, start out strong. strong. True. Yeah. Makes sense. That makes sense. It's just like, damn, dude, I'm surprised they didn't save Black Manta for the second movie and they didn't use like Orm Ocean Master as the main yes. villain. They don't want to risk having like burning people more and be like, oh, sorry, we didn't use Black Manta. You can see him in the next movie, though, and people are like, no, I'm not going to see any more movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah people, people want to see Black Manta, and yeah. I, I respect that. It's I actually didn't even draw the parallel between uh, Orm and, and Arthur Curry and, and uh, Thor and Loki. That did not even cross my mind until 
the moment you said it. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's so blaringly obvious that how did I not even oh, yeah. put together that that is like... Because Orm has been, like, he's been on the throne. Yeah. And yeah. then Arthur Curry comes out of nowhere from, you know, the human world and be like, hey, this is my throne now. Sorry, I'm the firstborn. This is my throne now, bitch. And then Orm's like, uh, Orm's like, uh-uh, I'm the ocean master now. And then they fight. They fight. Okay. Yeah, fisticuffs. <laughs> Throw down some fisticuffs. Apparently another rumor about Aquaman, not about the Aquaman movie, but about the character of Aquaman. Um, I guess in the first half, I don't know if it's the first half of, of Justice League, but initially he will be reluctant to join the team and, and there will be a supposed battle. Sounds like a very Wolverine, to get in, in order to get. Wolverine character. Yeah, definitely. You still haven't seen the trailer, have you? Mm-mm. Yeah, that's obvious if you watch the trailer. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah, cool. You, the first thing Speaking is, of trailer, uh, there's supposed to be a new trailer this month as well. Of Justice League? <laughs> Interesting. Oh, boy. Um, I mean, it's coming out the end of this year. Yeah. It is now 2017, guys. Oh, true. Yeah. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Um, <laughs> yeah, in, in the trailer, you actually see the first... The, the way the trailer begins. Like, I, I really do suggest that you watch it because it... You can tell they shot like three scenes. Just for and, this. Well, they, they shot three scenes and then they literally just took little snippets from each scene. Gotcha. And because it's literally snippets from the same scenes over and over, but it doesn't show anything. It shows like, uh, it, it starts with Ben Affleck narrating a, uh, like, narrating like, uh, like he's talking to someone. He's like, oh, I heard rumors about this man who comes out of the Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, sorry. I said Ben Affleck. Yeah. Ben Bruce Affleck's playing like, himself. The same person. Bruce Wayne's like, there's a story about a man who comes to this small fishing town and, and brings fish and, and all this stuff. And and he's like, you know where I can find him or something like that? Mm-hmm. And something like that. Gotcha. General, general mm-hmm. thing. Leads to Khal Drogo. And leads to Khal Drogo, <laughs> turns around and says, talk. And he's got these like piercing blue like shark eyes. Yeah. Damn. And uh, Hella Marilyn Manson. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, basically, Marilyn Manson is like a pale blue instead of white. Okay. And uh, and he's like, talk. And then uh, I think uh, I don't think we see anything else from there, do we? We just see uh, we see Aquaman slam Bruce Wayne into the wall. Yeah. Like this large, like this large, like uh, wood wood wall. It was crazy. Yeah, it looks crazy. That's and awesome. The you trailer, hear this cool sound. Yeah, and the trailer ends with uh, with Bruce Wayne looking at Arthur, and he's like. So I hear you can talk to fish. And then smirks like a sarcastic <laughs> asshole. And, As and, Bruce Wayne does. Yeah. And you're just like, I love I love Bruce Wayne that he can be so arrogant to Aquaman. When who Aquaman can rip him in, yeah. in half. It was very much physically superior. That's hilarious. That's awesome. There's a little bit of banter uh, as well between uh, Wonder Woman and and Bruce, where you see uh uh, like right after that scene where she's like, uh, he's like, yeah, he, you know, he's he's a maybe, and then she's like, he's not interested. He's like, no, he's not interested. <laughs> and it's like, it's like a, it, it kind of gives you an idea of the humor that you're gonna get from Justice League, and it's like, yeah, it's like they're they're being funny, but they're not being. I like, wonder if it's just the way the trailer's funny. cut. The dialogue's still there, yeah. but you know how like you can take the dialogue out of context mm-hmm. and it feels completely different. Mm-hmm. That moment was. The delivery mm-hmm. was clearly comedic. Yeah, but I wonder in context of the entire scene and like, is it gonna land? Oh, who knows? Who I knows? Guess. I, I really don't. I think it would be foolish of them to overdo the humor. Agreed. 
I think it would be like, don't overcompensate, guys. Like, a little bit of humor is good. Add a little bit, pepper it in, but don't jam it down our throat. Like, hey, look how funny we are. We're funny. We're funny now. This is a, this is fun now. <laughs> God. Oh, wow. If guys, if guys are not watching uh, the video, uh, Danny just uh, proceeded to get up and, and show how one would ram comedic value down someone's throat mm-hmm. on null. Yeah, it was great. Uh, Thank it, was, you. it was sensational, if, if, <laughs> if I could say so myself. Being an audience member of, of that whole situation, yeah. it sucked. You suck. <laughs> no, I lick. Personally, I'm really excited for Aquaman. I think uh, I think that it's going to be probably very similar but very mm-hmm. different to the comic books. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that Aquaman is slated to come out after Justice League. Like, that's the first solo movie after Justice League. Hmm. Because I actually didn't know that. Yeah, it comes he's out got, he's got some, 2018, right? Mm, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Justice League is the end of 2017. Yeah. And then uh, Batman, possibly 2019. Batman, but if Batman and Flash 2019. Oh my God, what a year! Yeah, yeah what a year! <laughs> what a year! What's the next Superman movie coming out? Does anybody know? <laughs> I don't. You have, we haven't heard anything, right? Yeah, I didn't think so. No, no official. No official. No, nothing. No, not even any rumors for months. No Wait, totes if, of fish. If Batman is slated for 2018 mm. and 20, oh, 2019, and they're planning on shooting in spring 2017. That makes complete sense, and yeah. that's an ample amount of time for post. For sure, that's that's a while. That's I mean, yeah, I mean that's is, that's, that's a, good. That's a, ample, which means that's that he's clearly not rushing it. Yeah, <laughs> he's literally putting his foot down on yeah. Warner Brothers' neck. That's and good though. I mean, saying, "Don't rush me, fool. Don't rush me, okay? Don't do it." He said it just like that. Oh, I bet yeah. for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. There are rumors that uh, the Speed Force is going to play a part in Justice League as well. I mean, it makes sense since Flash popped up out of nowhere in Batman v Superman and wasn't explained. Hella BVS, Dawn of S, Dawn Dawn of J. What? (laughs) That sucked. D D of J. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up. I really don't understand how anybody watching that movie couldn't have been confused. Yeah. you know, could I mean, not have been confused there. I'm confused. If it was an after credit scene, that would make more sense. There's a the yeah. little leeway there. It's like when they showed Thanos at the end of Avengers, and 99% of the audience was like, who the hell is that guy? It's like that, yeah, right. but then they didn't like make a big deal out of it because who, it that? was at the end. Yeah. It was exactly. after credits. Who was that purple smirking that thing? Guy? That's Josh Brolin. That's Josh. It wasn't even Josh Brolin. It wasn't Brolin. Josh no. Brolin. <laughs> it wasn't. That's have you hilarious. noticed how good the CG has gotten since then? Oh, yeah. Like Thanos' CG actually kind of sucked. At that point. And yeah. then it's like, then you see him in Guardians, and you're like, ooh, it looks nice. Hey. Yeah, hey. didn't they only show, like, just a sneak... Extreme close-up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because it didn't model it like the rest of the body. Yeah. yeah, it was True. a profile of him, just kind of, like, it, he, it like, turned, turned his head, head. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. What? <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the end of Avengers. I literally did it exactly Guys, how it was. If, in the movie. If you don't, if you get a chance, please, please just watch what Danny did. Yeah, ugly. Ugly. screen cap my face there and then put it right next to Thanos from <laughs> Avengers. You're gonna see that they're almost exactly alike it's in every way. Photoshop that ugly face on <laughs> full scale of Thanos. Face. <laughs> I hate it. Hate it. Hate you. Fuck. They'll do it too. I know they will. Because you guys are sweet, beautiful people. It's true. They are. Uh, what's the ne- What's the next one, guys? Or are we? Is there any more info about Aquaman? Um, no. I feel like. How does everybody f- like? I feel like this Aqu- Aquaman's gonna be kind of like. 
a diamond in the rough, kind of like a, its own our own little secret great movie on the DC side of things. Like mm. I feel like a lot of people are going to be really surprised. Yeah. I think movie. people are actually going to go watch it. I think it's going to be just situ- for Jason Momoa. I think <laughs> there's going to be. Ob- I guess we'll find out. Jason yeah. Momoa. Ma- yeah. So you Ma-Moa. don't think Justice League will make it? I think Justice League will be great because I'm a DC fan. But I don't think everybody's going to think that, right? But I do honestly think that Aquaman has I mean, the even good Marvel movies, they're still the haters. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. So it's like, I can't, I have, I really don't know how other people but are going to feel, right? It's not just like, oh yeah, even on the good Marvel movies, there are the haters, but it's also like, there's a difference between <laughs> like people being haters and then people... Le- like the general audiences not liking something mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. start to finish. Like, like general audiences did not like Suicide Squad. That mm-hmm. is that is a fact. You look at people's reactions. You look at uh, at the. Uh, I mean, like generally, people went and spent a lot of money on the movie. Mm-hmm. But like general audiences did not like that movie. A lot of DC fans liked it, but then there are a lot of like DC fans who fucking hated it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. So of like, course, we yeah. get they comment about it all the time, <laughs> letting us know how much they hated it or how much they liked it. True. But I'm curious if Justice League is bad or does not sit well with general audiences. I'm very nervous. How do you think <sighs> the rest of their slate is going to do. How do you think Aquaman is going to do, even if it's good? Even if it's yeah, good. Well, here's well, the thing. A lot of movies now are word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, people go out to see it just because they hear it's good, mm-hmm. even though they know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. So if Aquaman is good, word of mouth will spread, mm-hmm. and people will will go see it, but it won't be anywhere near as, like, it won't do anywhere near as well as it would have done if Justice League does really well. And also, if people like Aquaman in Justice League, they'll be... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This really has... We have a lot of... Um, There's so in, many variables. Really, like... We have Wonder Woman coming before Justice League, yeah. so... Scary ground here, yeah. guys. Yeah, it's... It's the same cool situation, though. If Wonder Woman is bad... Yeah. But I feel then like... Then Justice League is oh going to have God. its work cut out for itself. And I'm if feeling Justice sick League just thinking about this. is bad... I think Wonder Woman has a better chance of being good than Justice League. <laughs> throw up. Yeah. Like, and we're just oh, the God. fans. Oh, like, imagine what, what the producers and executives are like sitting in their offices. I don't like, want to. <laughs> I don't. Oh, my God. Their blood pressure must be... I mean, be Tony has no imagination. So. I don't, yeah. I you know don't, what the actually. easiest way... <laughs> You know what the easiest way to make sure your movies are financially and critically successful? Make a good movie. You just <laughs> stop rushing it. Yeah. No. It's, I, d- I am yeah. convinced that any movie can be a good movie if you That's spend enough time That's easier said it. than done. Like, we talk about it every single day for our channel. We just got to make stuff. We just got to make a video. Like, yeah. if you don't stay consistent, and this applies to Hollywood, too. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't work out it's, it, too well. I, I was, it, when I think about a, a, a large film, ensemble film like Justice League, it gives me anxiety because you have to have such a massive team. And that massive team has to be so committed and so on the same page at all times mm-hmm. that if you lose that fire and that ambition and that drive within that. God, how however long you're shooting, and then on top of that post, th- there's a very good chance that you could just lose steam, and mm-hmm. the movie takes a hit for it. But that being said, though, like there was a three year gap in between 
Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. And that did not slow The Dark Knight down at all. That's an anomaly. No, it's not. Yes, it is. And, and don't talk to me about Pixar movies being in that category That's too. That's that different. takes ten to fifteen yeah. years to develop. That's completely different. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if that's an anomaly because when did Spider Man one come out? Two thousand one. When did Spider Man two come out? Two thousand four, or was yeah. it two thousand three? Can someone Google it right now? Google it. We're Googling it. Um, Stand by. But I can tell you for a fact that Spider Man three I don't think came out until two thousand seven or two thousand eight. Which that's nine years for three films. Spider Man came out two thousand two. Okay. Spider Man two right. came out two thousand four. Okay. Spider Man three came out two thousand seven. Okay, so three years. So that's the same thing. I mean, Spider Man three. There's like three years in between uh, the prequel trilogy of Star Wars. That blows my mind because Spider Man three sucked. That is craziness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got three years in between. Three years. Again, the, the, there's the so many variables the for prequel, this. But then you also have like Two Towers and Fellowship of, or Two Towers and Return of the King, which were filmed back to back, and mm. one that can was, argue that those uh, movies are so, fucking yeah, brilliant. That, so those they are, were shot back to back. Like yeah, they shot all. They those never films stopped. Once, yeah, right? they never stopped shooting until they were done. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Dude, you lived on Middle Earth. If you were on that set and you were like a main mm. character, dude, could you it, imagine? So, oh my god, dude, the crew the, gets T-shirts that says Day One Hundred, Day Two Hundred, Day Three Hundred. That's Dope, dude. <laughs> yeah. dude, they were, dude. And they for the Hobbit, it's day five hundred. Set for a year, dude. That's more crazy. than a year. Oh my god! And they're <laughs> set. And they're five hundred. Is that on top of Lord of the Rings? No, that's the Hobbit. Hobbit. They spent five hundred days on the Hobbit. Some five hundred like days of Hobbit. Oh, I knew you were gonna say that. I d- okay. Anyway, like imagine that. Imagine that in New Zealand, where they were shooting, and they're. Video Village, their home base is literally a village in itself with all of these makeshift you homes live and trailers. In the Shire. Yep. <laughs> you that, shower I mean, that's true. in the Shire. You sleep in the Shire. You eat in the Shire. You are. You are <laughs> the Shire. And what's the one thing about the Shire? The sure. you, you don't, don't, don't talk, talk about the Shire. <laughs> What the fuck just happened? <laughs> wow. Just happened, All right, guys, I'm going to have to sign off. Uh, I got to go take care of this little baby. Uh, apparently, she's screaming at Carissa, and I have to go take care of it because Chris has got to go night night. All right, hashtag dude. parenting. Hashtag, hashtag parenting. Hashtag I'm a dope ass dad. Hey, tell Indy I said what's up. I will. I'll say, hey, yo, no said what's up. What's up, girl? What's up, screaming? It's easier said than done, but I think it's. It's one of those things where it's like, all right, well, you know, you're trying to build a universe of films, so maybe just take the time mm-hmm. to build the first film, to build all the films. I mean, like, build all the films. Yeah, exactly. Like, take the three years or whatever, however long you need, and take the time, build the, the universe, and then and then execute. I mean, because- I imagine that's the, that's the amount of time they're taking to build each movie. It's just stacked. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a different team for each movie. My my thing is like, not even it's not even DC's problem. It's just it feels like superhero movies in general just have way too many characters now. Like way too many characters without having already established other ones. I don't know. It's just there's just too much. Specifically with like Suicide Squad, Apocalypse, mm. like all there's just too many characters in these movies. Yeah. Well, how would you do an ensemble film? What's a, an example of an ensemble film that does it well? Rogue One. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Rogue One, the first X-Men movie. X-Men okay. 2. Yeah. 
Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wait. How many, like, characters in total that are well-developed? Rogue One has five? Six? What do we What do we mean by well-developed? Because... Like, we get their... Why they're there, their motivations, and they feel like they weren't shoehorned in. Mm-hmm. Like, if you took them out, the story would change. Right. Mm. Because Rogue out. One, if you took any of those characters out, the story wouldn't have worked. True. Or it would have needed some very hard finagling. Yeah, exactly. The only character that I think could have been taken out was Chirut's machine gunner boy. I don't think so. Because I without think he's him... The only one you could argue that you could mold the story to work without him. Yeah, there, I'm I, sure I there's, think, there's a way you can come up with combining those two characters yeah, into I one. D- I don't think that it wasn't, taking him it out would have made the movie better. Right. But, no. But he's the only Baze, one that I think one can if you argue. Com- if you fused Baze's character and Chirut's character together, I don't know. I don't think you would fuse them together. I think you would have put another character, a less, a less big character, like just like a background character, in Baze's position, and all the same bits could have occurred just with a side character or a character that didn't need any development. Because we didn't get too much from no, Baze. No, because if you did that, if you just switched Baze out into a smaller background character and used the same bits for that, then you're not getting the same development for Chirrut because the development for Chirrut and Baze is the fact that they're together. Mm-hmm. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. What do you mean? Because... What I'm saying is that the film, if you could cut him out and replace him with other characters, but it still wouldn't make the film better. It w- like, he's the only one that I think you could argue you could take out. Because, like, what do you know about him besides the fact that he is, like, a guardian of the Jedi Temple? He's a guardian of the Jedi Temple, and you get his demeanor because of the way he interacts with Chirrut. Mm-hmm. Like, he is a very jaded person and he doesn't like he knows the force is there he probably does like still he acknowledges the force he Mm -hmm. just doesn't really believe in it because of everything that's happened in their lives Mm -hmm. and there are no temples left to protect like his way of life has been taken away and then by the end of the movie especially with spoiler for Rogue One did we spoil it before? Uh, I don't think so. Don't but think so. when Chirrut <clears throat> passes away, it feels like a part of Baze was gone too. And he now understands that even in the face of adversity, you can still accomplish very big things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I still that, think he's the only character in the story. That because if you, you take Baze out, then you lose Chirrut's character development too. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, but you don't lose all of Chirrut's character development. You just lose a little bit of it, which is where, again, I'm not saying the film would benefit from taking him out. I think he's the only one that you can argue. You're just humoring. Because I can, I can argue why you could have taken him out. I don't believe that he should have been taken out. I don't believe that he that he is a character who wasn't uh, integral to the plot in some form, 
But I, he's the only one that one can argue that didn't really contribute as much to the plot. Because, like, specifically, again, spoiler alert for uh, Rogue One, the part, like, his death didn't, everyone's death accomplished something meaningful. He was the only one who, he was just, he just went down fighting. Like, Bodhi, I mean, that's, Bodhi that is his character, because if it wasn't for Baze, who led the charge in holding back the stormtroopers that were coming out of the base as uh, the alarms were sounding, then those troops could have overran um, uh, Bodhi when he was trying to get the communication, the comms tower up. Mm-hmm. Is that what was happening when he died? Yeah. Cause the, he was defending Bodhi? Yeah, because yeah. um, after the bombs had went off... Uh, all the the troops were going outside to you know fight the rebel forces, mm-hmm. and part of that fight was Bodhi trying to get the connection up to the comms tower so that he could so the other guys could activate it. Mm-hmm. Right. And Chirrut was the one who threw the master switch. And if right. it wasn't for um, Baze being there when the troops came out, those troops could have possibly like overran Bodhi yeah. trying to get that up. I only saw the movie once, so. I when he when he got killed in the movie, it just looked like he walked into the line of fire. That was what Man, I saw. Granted, everyone else died around him too, so he <laughs> there's not much choice left for him. I mean, he could have fall, fallen back. He could have defended Bodia on the actual like. I feel like there are other things that could have done, but he wanted to go out fighting because of Chirrut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, which is which more is character a- development for both of them? Which is again. Yeah, that's that's a well done ensemble movie for yeah. sure. Which is, again, like, we're on the same team here. I'm only saying that one can argue that character. And you're saying that, no, they can't argue that character. But I still stand by the fact that I think someone can argue that character. I mean, if you're going to say that, then you could argue that with every character and have them, except for, like, Felicity Jones's character. Not really, because Felicity Jones uh, or uh, Jin. Yeah, Jin Urso, Galen Urso. Like, no, I, I really don't believe that because I think every other character did something super, super critical to to making sure the mission was accomplished. And Baze did something critical. I'm not saying that he didn't, but it wasn't as critical as everyone else. Like, K2SO defended them and literally, like, was... He killed, like, fucking 30 stormtroopers in there. Yeah. Like, a shit ton. And basically kept and blew the door so Jin and uh, Cassian could go and get the the plans. Then Jin, and then Jin and Cassian got the plans, so that was, at, like, that was their whole thing. Mm-hmm. Then you had Bodhi, who plugged in the thing and, and sent the transmission. Um, then you had Chirrut flip the switch. And you had Baze, who defended... Oh, am I missing someone? Not that I can Baze is the last one, and he was basically running defense for them. Which, like, I'm sorry, but like, you your offense is only as good as your defense. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I totally agree, and I'm not saying take out Baze. I think his his he was yeah. an awesome character, and I liked him a lot. He's probably one of my favorite ones in the movie. But I'm just saying, like, his actual. If you took out the other characters, then you could have fallen their duties onto someone else. Could you have? Really ask yourself, are you just saying that? Chirrut can. Like, he just had to throw the master switch. There were other troops, other rebelizers that could have thrown the master switch, too. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it was K2SO. also like as soon as they walked out, they were getting shot. Like his in, his intunement with the force is what allowed him to flip that switch, right? I mean, right? One could that's argue a, that's what I got. He from was it. the only character yes. in the entire film who was in tune with the force besides Darth Vader. Yeah. True. What was Cassian doing there? Because Jen could have gotten the plans herself, and she did. She yeah. did get the plans herself, but she was about to get killed by what's his nuts? Uh, where's Bane? <laughs> ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn was about uh, a Krennic was about to kill her, and then he stopped her uh, from getting killed. Basically, so <laughs> he stopped her from getting killed so that they can die together. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Um, but I mean, it's all in the writer because Jin could have taken him herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, she's a fucking badass. True. True. Apparently, they the rewrites were to make sure everybody died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because at first, um, they didn't <laughs> think that Disney would let them kill everyone off. But then everyone who who saw the draft was like, shouldn't they all die? I was like, wait. Wait, you we mean, can do that? Yeah, we can do that? <laughs> really? This was like, yeah. Like, it makes more sense if everyone dies. Like, okay. Let's, let's kill go. Let's everyone. do it. Yes, let's go with the plan that we wanted to do all along. <laughs> yeah. But... Again, I'm just saying that that character above all. So, like, here's the thing. Well, let's talk about, well, how about, like, an ensemble movie that you would remove characters from instead of... Suicide Squad. Se- well, but we've already talked about this millions of times, what so about, I don't want to retry. What about more. Apocalypse? Uh, ooh, Nightcrawler ooh. could have been removed. Jubilee could have been removed. Yeah. Um, Cyclops could have been removed. I mean, every character in that mansion could have been removed. Quicksilver could have been removed. How about uh, Batman versus Superman? Wait, you think all of those characters could have been removed and the movie would have been they, fine? They could have given those. They they literally could have pawned those characteristics onto other characters. So like the big moments, like you couldn't have taken out Jean Grey. Well, granted, it's been a while since I saw that movie, so mm-hmm. I might need to watch it again. Nightcrawler really was totally pointless. Mm-hmm. Um, loved him. It's my favorite X Men, but I honestly like aside from like a, a few cool bits in battle, he really didn't do anything. Wolverine could have been totally cut. Um, There's a lot of characters in Apocalypse where you could have just given that character's moment Mm -hmm. to another character and develop that character more. Yeah, agreed. Uh, What do you think about? I think, uh, yeah, Nightcrawler could have been removed. Mm -hmm. Jubilee should have been removed. Like, if they were going to cut out as much as they cut out, they should have just cut her out completely. Like, it it was stupid. Um, But they cut Anna Paquin's parts out? Yeah, which I saw Days that. Days of Future Past. That Days was Days of Future Past. Oh, yeah, Past. that was yeah. Days of Future Past. Um, it was better? It was a better cut? Not in my opinion. Oh, somebody was telling me that it's a way better cut, and I was like, what? How nah. did that add to the story? So what? Ha- the rogue cut is... So you remember when uh, when Wolverine freaks out at one point and slashes uh, Kitty? Yeah. Uh, so at one point in the movie, uh, Magneto and Iceman in the future go to get rogue from the x mansion and the x mansion's like like people don't go there anymore like it's it's the future and that place okay. is like a, you, you just don't go there it's a trap and so they go to save her from the mansion and then she then takes on kitty's powers and finishes the job so essentially that but like what that does is essentially make Sha- uh, kitty's character a little seem a little weaker that she can't finish the job Mm. And like, did that's she die in that cut? All, no, no, she doesn't die. She was just oh. injured, and that's all that Rogue does. And that's so, like, it? it's, uh, yeah, that's it. And so, it's more, more so, like a little nod to the first movie where they were like, they were like road trip buddies. You know what I mean? So, yeah, 
but like it doesn't doesn't really add. There was a really really dope scene where you see old Magneto from the future retrieve Rogue, and that's where Iceman dies instead of back at back at the place where everyone okay. else. So that's where Iceman dies, and then what what when they're showing uh, Magneto get Rogue from the X Mansion, it's showing past Magneto get his helmet back and like the way those two sequences are edited together i admit is really fucking cool but like the the rogue it didn't change the story didn't really change the story at all that sounds pretty cool though i kind of want to see it hmm. i really like days of future past a yeah lot, days actually. of future past is dope i actually would not remove any character in my opinion from days of future past i think that i mean trask was a little bit lackluster mm-hmm. like he didn't really do too much but I also don't know if he really needed to. Uh, to be, I don't perfect, think he needed to. He just he, he was there enough. to set up for the next movie. Yeah, yeah he was the, literally there to set up. Magneto was the bad guy. I think they yeah. marketed Trask as the bad guy, but Magneto was the bad yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Again. Um, <laughs> I can say that I, I kind of wish they would just give Mystique's you know, entire story arc to a different character. There's like so many awesome X-Men. So many. Mm-hmm. And it, it, like female X-Men too. Mm-hmm. Why? Why are we so fixate, fixated on Mystique? Yeah. Do Rogue right instead. <laughs> yeah. Or like. Yeah, do I mean, Rogue right. Or if you want to just do a character from the past, mm-hmm. like make it a past character, like you could so easily do that. You could you could do the. Yeah. Yeah. What if it was. Uh, what if it was. Storm? I wish Mystique I mean, had a costume. Oh, no. I guess she was yeah, her age. So, but. <laughs> There's still like a lot of characters you could have put in that position. Yeah. It would have been more interesting than freaking Mystique. Agreed. Agreed. Man, I don't. I just There's don't care about that character. It's not. It's Please not a, give Mystique a costume, guys. <laughs> For real. Instead of looking like a salamander. Mm. <laughs> a salamander. I don't think salamanders look like that. A blue salamander. <laughs> okay. Scaly lizard. Blue lizard. Okay. Um. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. But yeah, um, an ensemble movie that. And I feel like with Lord of the Rings, every character really mattered. Yeah. Like they affected the story some way. Yeah. Like I pivotal, <laughs> pivotal moments. Yeah. I think that what they should have done with the past, so these new X-Men movies, is I felt that in the original trilogy, Jean Grey, Wolverine, not even Jean Grey, honestly, more like Wolverine... Xavier and Magneto are the only characters that got real development. So yep. in my opinion, what they should have done is use the same characters that they use in that trilogy, like Storm and Jean Grey, just like younger, and develop them more. Like, that's what I would have done. But what do I know? I'm a bear. I suck the heads off fish. You keep saying that. What is that? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Man bear pig. I think they were trying to set that up with X-Men Apocalypse and say, like, you have the new X-Men class and that's you know cyclops um nightcrawler nightcrawler quicksilver like literally the original Jean gray Jean gray yeah like you have like the original lineup and and like you know and then so some, that means they're gonna have a new trilogy <laughs> i mean i think that's what they were trying to set up they were trying to set that up mm-hmm. and but i don't think people liked apocalypse very much so <laughs> yeah. i guess we'll see and, and most of those people are out of their contracts dude what if they reboot it again like, well, they're going to be doing, from what I understand, they're doing this thing called New Mutants. I don't know what that is. 
and they're doing more Deadpool. Okay. And a, one would hope that they do Gambit, but you know I'm not fucking holding my breath for that. <laughs> Dude, Gambit was is supposed to be in post right now. <laughs> with the original slate. <laughs> no, with the original slate, it's supposed to be out on DVD by now. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to come out like at in the October. End of this, yeah, it was Holy supposed to come crap. out this year or uh, 2016. It's not this. This year is not. It's not this year anymore. <laughs> this year is referring to last year. True. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh man. We'll never get it. Yeah, no, Gambit's not going to happen. We'll nope. see. <laughs> it's not going to happen for another 10 years. <laughs> True. So there's we'll a see. rumor right now that's saying that Deadpool will be in Logan. Now, before everybody is like, that's not happening, you start typing on your keyboards. Hold on a second, guys. Ryan, I already know. Ryan Reynolds said that it's it's not going to happen. He's like, he's not in that movie. Mm-hmm. He said it. He's like, I'm not in that movie. Yep. He said it. it. Hugh Jackman said it. And James Mangold, all three said it. Yeah. But, you know, we've been told a lot of things in the past by True. different actors who said different things. I remember a time where Carl uh, Drogo said he wasn't playing Aquaman, posting pictures on Instagram with pitchforks and shit. <laughs> and yeah. I also remember a time where that one guy said he wasn't Khan, freaking Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberdale. <laughs> Cumberdale. Looking at you, J.J. Abrams. <laughs> I'm not Khan. Movie comes out. I'm Khan. He says the words, I am Khan. <laughs> Yeah, I am Khan. So we know actors are, you know, he's not they're paid to Khan. lie. He's mm-hmm. playing Khan. Yeah, uh, they're paid to lie on in these sort of things. So he's probably not going to be in the movie. There's a 99 percent chance he's not going to be in the movie. It doesn't but, make any sense. Tonally, it makes no sense. But if he were, how would how would you do it? But if he were, I thought of I thought of an idea of how this could work. Okay, so this takes place in a like post-apocalyptic future with only several mutants who are alive, right? Mm-hmm. And X-23, I guess, is supposed to be like the next big mutant, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Like the, I don't know, the children of men, baby of mutants. <laughs> the golden so, child. Yeah. So what I was thinking was like, what if there was like a mutant resistance that Wolverine refused to join? And it turns out at the end of the movie, we find out it's Cable and it's, uh, it's like other characters like that. Uh, Bishop, maybe. So we see these characters... And, uh, and we could, this could be like a post credit scene. Mm-hmm. Seriously. It doesn't even need to be a thing. Yeah. It's a post credit scene where Cable's like, you know, this is the worst future where there's no mutants around. We have to do something. So and this is Kira Knightley as Cable. Yeah. Kira Knightley as Cable goes basically in a post credit scene, goes back in time, walks up to the closest mutant that he can find, which is Wade Wilson. And... And it's just like, we need to save the future. And Deadpool's like, you know, insert fart joke here. <laughs> insert dick joke here. Uh, and that's how the movie ends. So, like, it doesn't even need to tie into... Logan can still be a complete film. Mm-hmm. But then in a post credit scene, they introduce Cable and have him going back in a time to meet Deadpool. Now you already set up Deadpool and, and Cable. Because now we understand the future that Cable came from. We see this drab, dire, serious-ass movie and see this character. Like, imagine Wolverine coming from Logan and talking to Deadpool from the Deadpool movie. Like, what a... The juxtaposition of the two Mm -hmm. is perfect for Comedy Gold because it's giving context to why why this character is so overtly serious Mm -hmm. and this character is, like, just 
not just <laughs> screwing around the entire time <laughs> making not. dick jokes. And I think that would be so freaking cool if they yeah. did that. Like, I would love to see them. In, I, how would Cable go back to present day? Um, I feel like it could be an offhanded line of dialogue. I mean, you know, uh, we time travel was kind of possible in Days of Future Past. Maybe they found another way. I mean, it is in the distant future. The guy's got a robot hand. That's true. Robot it's hand. in like the 2020s. <clears throat> 2020s? Mm-hmm. That's what I read. What? That's what I read, but I don't know how to read, so I could have Maybe read wrong. How old 2020s? is Xavier in present day? Mm, I don't know. Um, I thought it was implied like he was early 60s, right? So if it's I mean, in 2020... He looks like he's over... He looks like he's 100. <laughs> Jeez. He does, doesn't he? He looks hella old. Not to me. He looks like in, he's in his 80s to me. Yeah. So that makes How sense. How old is Patrick Stewart in real life? I don't know. 80. 70-something. I mean, if Wolverine has been... If Logan... Fuck. Patrick Stewart. If Hugh Jackman has been playing Wolverine for almost 20 years, that would make sense. If... If uh, Xavier is like in his is in his eighties, and what's it called, Logan? Yeah. Well, X Men One takes place in in present day, right? Mm-hmm. At present day at the time, so so it took place in two thousand one, yes. right? So Patrick Stewart is seventy six. Patrick Stewart is seventy six. Mm-hmm. He does not look as old as he does in Logan. Logan. Yeah, no, he looks. He like, looks way older. In yeah, Logan. they both like, look like old men in that yeah. movie. <laughs> like Logan, I mean, Patrick looks like, Stewart looks great for seventy six. True. He does look That's amazing. But I think they're, I think they, it, okay, so if it was 2020 and he's 76 right now. And Man, he is 76. Yeah. That blows my mind. He's still a working actor. And a great one, too. Yeah. So he's 76 years Fantastic. old. Fantastic. In 2016, right? So if it was 2026, he'd be 86. Does he look 86? Yeah. He looks 86 to me. I mean, I can buy it, I guess. Yeah. But how old does that make uh, Wolverine? He's been around for a while. But we see the future. We also see him in his past. Was was the future, the future in Days of Future Past an alternate future? Like it was an alternate present? Then what? So like, was that an alternate version of 2014? I thought it was implied that it was. That's why, that's how they were able to reset all like plot holes and stuff. For some reason, I thought it was, I thought that was like future future. Yeah, I I thought I was under the impression that that was the future future as well. Because you see... For Days of Future Past? Yeah. Yeah. Logan has gray hair on the side of his head. His his gray hair on the side of his, uh, like above his ears. So he didn't have that in uh, in X-Men 3, which is, uh, uh, I think what, that came out 2008? So, I is guess this that a makes continuity sense. issue, or is it just plain? I think it's that we just need to Google it and figure out what the real timeline is instead of guessing. Because okay. I think right now we're guessing, and I would have looked it up by now if my phone wasn't dead. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying X Men Three? Yeah. Had Wolverine in the future? No, no, no. X Men Three had Wolverine in present day. That was like 2008. That movie came out, right? Yeah. So that movie came out in 2008. So in in the timeline of the movie, that's present day. So, mm, yeah. Or did it take place in the future? 
Because I'm assuming that these movies, if it's taking place present day, it's taking place in the year that it came out. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the X Men movies have taken place in like the the numbered movies. X Men one, two, and three took place in in the, uh, chronological order in yeah. in real time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then uh, X Men Origins Wolverine obviously took place during like the 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. and like you know Civil War time, 1800s. Yeah. Um, and then you have First class, which is during the '60s, Days of Future Past, which is the actual past portion, is in the '70s. Mm-hmm. Then it says it says in the future, robots known as Sentinels are, are exterminating. Okay, so it's the future. So, it's yeah. for sure the future. Yeah, for Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're in the future. So that means. So it turns out the Days of Future Past actually it fixed the film universe, but totally fucked up the future. <laughs> It fixed the past, but it fucked up the future. <laughs> Even worse. I think about it. Like, they had Sentinels going and killing everybody. Yeah. And that still kind of ended up happening. It just wasn't Sentinels. Like, we don't know why all the mutants are dead, but, like, all the mutants are dead in that. True. So, like... I mean, w- the movie hasn't come out, so we don't know if Sentinels no, are there. I'm excited to talk about it when it does come out. Yeah, but Yeah. But what were you saying about uh, Wolverine and his gray hair? Like, he had, like, gray hair on the side of his head in Days of Future Past in the in the future. When did we see him in the future, in Days of Future Past? When they went into his brain. They went into, well, but I thought that was him actually being there and not, like, his future self. No, so all of Magneto and Charles and Wolverine and Storm and, and Colossus, that yeah. whole section takes place in the future where Wolverine has gray hair. And then when he goes back in the past, he no longer has gray hair. Mm-hmm. He has like add, little gray contrast. Oh, <laughs> wow! I that just totally clicked for me right now. <laughs> now, for a normal human, it would make sense if what six years were to pass for him to have gray hair on the side of his head. But Wolverine ages incredibly slowly. Mm-hmm. So if he ages slowly, so how far into the future are we talking about in Days of Future Past? Yeah, it just according says maybe, to Wikipedia, maybe it doesn't that, say. Maybe that future is way into the future, like further exactly. into the future than what Logan is taking place in. Mm-hmm. Because the future that Logan is taking place in, it's in the 2020s. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... No, from- that's impossible because l- look how fucking old he is in Logan compared to how young he looks in Days of Future Past. It looks like... It looks like 20 or 30 years have gone by. If you look at him in Days of Future Past, he looks like a normal dude. He looks like he looks like Hugh Jackman with gray in his hair. And then you look at him in Logan, and he straight up looks 80 years old. But Logan, Wolverine ages slowly. So like, what, he just like aged up right away? I don't know. I guess the thing in Logan is that his healing factor is slowly starting to deteriorate. Like, declining, not deteriorate. That sounds wrong. It's like his... It's declining. That would make more sense if his if his if, if his healing factor started like kind of failing on mm-hmm. him. That would make more sense. I, I would buy that. I feel like we're just we're asking a lot of questions, but it could just be answered by the simple plot holes. <laughs> <laughs> plot holes. Or we well, we haven't even seen the movie yeah, yet. The movie's not even out. Mm-hmm. So we're all making this judgment based off of the teaser. This is going to be the first time we see Wolverine in an R-rated movie. The most yeah. R-rated X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. Are you sure the most R-rated X-Men? Like, Deadpool, Deadpool is not an X-Men. Okay. There are X-Men <laughs> in it. Sure, yes. but he's not an, he is not an X-Man. He was at one point. <laughs> not in this movie. X going to give it to you. 
He gonna give it to you. And Colossus was trying to get him to be an X-Men the whole movie. Yeah, dude. Which, by true. the way, the recasting of Colossus was just like, nobody even questioned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I think it was like a dress, but no, everybody was like, nope. Dude, okay, I just have to say, even the awesome. CG that went to Colossus for such a small budgeted movie yeah. is incredible. Yeah, it was really, really good. Yeah. Like... Doing stuff that is reflective in CG is one of the hardest things to do to get reflectance just right. And they pulled it off. Yeah, they, they killed it. Guys, I'm nervous about Deadpool too. I'm yeah, not going to lie. Me too. Really? I'm nervous. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know if lightning can strike twice in the same spot. True. Especially since there are creative differences between the original team. Mm-hmm. And they had 11 years to make the first movie. They had 11 years to work the kinks out of that script. Mm-hmm. True. And now they have, now Fox is like, fast track that shit. <laughs> Give me that you money. You have a couple years. Get it done. Here's some money. We're Get her done. 12 Deadpool films. <laughs> 12. <laughs> how, isn't that how many uh, X Men movies we have? I don't think we have 12 X Men movies, bro. There's like nine. There's like nine. Maybe. That's still a lot. <laughs> yeah. So X Men 1, X Men 2, X Men 3, First Class, Days of Future Past, X Men Apocalypse, X Men Origins Wolverine. And Deadpool. Deadpool. Which, there are X-Men in Deadpool. So I Wasn't there Deadpool. supposed to be an Origins Magneto? There's supposed to be an Origins Magneto. There's, There's supposed, supposed to be, be a Gambit. <laughs> supposed to be a Gambit. There's supposed to be... Yeah. I mean, it feels like if there was going to be an X-Men Origins Magneto, Xavier, or Mystique, they were all first class. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. all that trilogy. I remember... I remember they were talking about, like, branching out and making all the X-Men, like X-Men origin films and making their own origin films. Oh, and then Wolverine just tanked. Yeah, and they were just like, <laughs> yeah, if Wolverine can't be successful, then there's no way any anybody's going to watch Gambit <laughs> or Nightcrawler. I'd watch the hell out of a Nightcrawler. That'd, that'd be dope. That'd be hella cool. Dude, oh my God. An X-Men Origins Nightcrawler would be so cool because it's, I want to see it like a period piece. Mm-hmm. That'd be dope. He takes, uh, he's like in the circus and it's like his whole experience in the circus. Mm-hmm. Guys, let's make it. <laughs> That'd be great. I'd love to do that. It's an amazing night caller. Want to close out? Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. If you like the show, be sure to support us over on Patreon. Remember, the Patreon is getting upgraded starting January 17th. We'll be releasing a video saying, basically doing the big Patreon announcement, kind of like what we did before, trying to... Let you guys know all the sweet new perks that we're doing and also, uh, yeah, that Patreon's going to be super awesome moving forward. We have uh, commentary. We're going to be doing commentary of all of our old videos, all the videos prior, even the ones that you haven't seen before. (laughs) You're in for a real treat. Oh, boy. And what I'm really excited about is there was a video, uh, we just call it Lucky Charms at this (laughs) point, and it was the first video that me and Noel made together, and you will... uh, You'll notice that me and Noel look a bit different. Yeah, uh, <laughs> quite. Yeah, uh, I look a lot douchier. Yep. And, oh man, uh, I just look like a totally different body type. Yeah, yeah. You're you're a little bit more uh, on the chunky side. I wouldn't say chunky. I wouldn't say that little, at all. There's a little more cushion there. You're, you're a full. You were a full figured male. <laughs> <laughs> full figured. No, you look fine, man. Uh, <laughs> But uh, we just, it's, it's super yeah. funny just looking Dude, back. Dude, should we do commentary on some of our, like, old school projects or whatever? Oh, p- yeah. I, t- I totally think we should be doing that. Most oh, definitely. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I don't have too many school projects that I think Granted, are- like, my school projects, have, I did them after or, like, during we were doing Nightwing, mm-hmm. so I had already some experience. Yeah. I went to school once. 
once. It didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> the school. Yeah, you. The, it sucks because if you look at my early stuff, it's like awful. Like just abysmal. And then you look at Jeremy's first stuff and you're like, oh, this is actually really good. And it's just like... Screw I don't you, know Jeremy. About you that. had like years of experience before you went to film school. You went to film school before you went to film school. Yeah, we were making videos like two <laughs> yeah. years before Jeremy went into the film program. So yeah, that is like- true. So I learned a lot by the time I got into film school. But I still like looking at my old film school projects, though, it still looks like a student film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've it's been years. We've improved a lot. And that's what one of the things. <laughs> no, really, we haven't. That's one of the things we're really excited to do because we want to look over all of our really old stuff just to kind of make fun of it. <laughs> and then we're going to start. We're actually going to do commentary uh, on the new stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, we'll be releasing a new commentary video every single month. So uh, it'll start with our oldest projects, projects that aren't even on our YouTube channel or Vimeo. You've never seen this stuff because it is that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Good so, lord. Oh my god, it's going to be so cringy and it's mostly going to be you guys laughing at me and yeah. I'm not looking forward to that. Oh man, I wish my family had kept all the old VHS and Betacam tapes that I used to play around with because when I was born, uh, my dad bought his first camcorder and it was a huge <laughs> on the mount. shoulder shoulder mount uh vhs camcorder with the full-size vhs tapes yeah. and then i had my uncle who had his beta cam oh my god so expensive for something that sucked so bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yeah. uh i used to play around with that when i was a kid i don't think we kept any of the tapes or at least it was like written over yeah. recording dragon ball z episodes yeah <laughs> nice <laughs> Are you gonna get? Are we gonna show? Are we gonna do commentary for uh, Victor Black? No, we probably won't do those. Just because looking back, those were taste little. Yeah, little. They, they were they were kind of tasteless. Fair uh, we were kids. We didn't know better. Now, now that we're adults, it's just like that's not really something we want to post. Agreed. For sure. It's just like they're just so stupid and un- unnecessarily offensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I look back and even I was offended by them. It's <laughs> like, man. Yeah. When you're you're a kid, you try to do everything super offensive. You're yeah. Just, it's the you shock think, factor. You think offensive is funny. Yeah. yeah. You but, think offensive is funny and you feel like an adult doing it. Yeah. yeah. But you're not an adult. You're still a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, you don't need offensive stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and don't say that if you're making student projects and films and stuff with your friends, do not drop the F word because yeah. you haven't earned it. You haven't earned it. And I hate watching student films yes. that you're just like, oh, they're just like overuse the word fuck. And it's just yeah, like every other word, every sentence. And I'm like, dude, that's not how you create tension. It's yeah. storytelling. Also, my my mentor, David Waldman, he says this every single festival, like every year when uh, like the student festivals come into town mm-hmm. for you know for UNLV and stuff like that for our local schools. The one thing he always says, and I totally agree, and like pushing it as a point: keep the misogyny out of your fucking student films. Like, please. No. Oh my god! Keep them out of all the There's movies. There's so many the fact reasons that it needs to be said. Is I'm actually just it's like, yeah, mind I, blowing. Yeah, it's mind blowing. Go to your local student film festival one of these days, like when it comes into your town, and just watch. Count on your, if you even have enough fingers, <laughs> how many of the student films will include some sort of misogyny in it. Do not do that, guys. It's not good storytelling, and it's not good for like other students growing up watching this stuff because then they think it's all right. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And on and that's that not note, a, and that's not a social justice warrior thing, guys. It's a, it's a, it's a decent human being yeah, thing. It's a let's be decent human beings and properly represent people. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Student films, man. Which is like, yeah. To be to be fair, 
those offensive projects that I worked on, I didn't direct and I didn't write. Didn't I was just in them. Boom. Uh, so, yep, didn't have didn't have good judgment in my, the roles I chose. <laughs> I mean, did you have a choice? You were a student. No, I didn't have a choice. It was just like, exactly. hey, this is this is the project we're getting. This is what we're making. Is everybody good with it? And it's just like, okay, okie dokie, let's do it. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh man, that was really offensive after watching yeah. it. But also, student films don't use weapons, guys. Like, do other stories. You can create action without using weapons or guns. Like, just be smart. I don't know if I totally, I don't know if I totally 100% agree with that. Like, don't use real weapons, obviously. Oh, yeah. Don't use real weapons. Definitely don't use real weapons. Get permission and make sure that you let people know. Like, there's safe ways of doing it. Yeah, but I mean, if the kids just want to make an action scene, like, that's what we did. Yeah, use Nerf guns, dude. Nerf or nothing. Nerf or nothing. Oh, my God. (laughs) What? Like, I don't know. There's been so many stories of accidents with kids doing student films using fake guns. Oh, my God. Yeah, if you're using fake guns for your videos, shoot in a controlled environment like your house. And if you're outside of your house, which you should not be, you should not be outside your house, guys. But if you are, call 311 and let the police know that you're shooting a film. We have had mm-hmm. police come to one of our sets because we were too irresponsible to do that, and they almost came like fully guns ablazing on us, and we were just kids. So seriously, any any filmmaker, I think, can tell you they probably had to run in with the cops at some point, mm-hmm. and don't let that happen to you because you could end up getting killed because of that. Mm-hmm. You know? Just, People are pretty trigger-happy these days. Yeah, just... Be safe. Be safe, guys. Be careful. Look up Slates for Sarah and look up the story behind that. Be safe, guys. Be safe, yep. y'all. So, but make videos. Keep making stuff. Do stuff. It's 2017. Tell stories. Be creative. Yeah, it's 2017. Take this time to get off your butt and focus on chasing those dreams. Do it. Do it now. I hate New Year's resolutions. I think that you should be setting goals throughout the year, but... New Year's resolutions can be an opportunity for people to start setting those goals. So set small goals, start achieving them, and chase your dreams and your passion. If you don't have any big dreams or big passions, well, set aside time and figure out what it is that you want, and then start working toward that. If you if it's a new car, work toward that new car. If you if it's finding a girlfriend, well, then uh, you know, uh, or boyfriend, or boyfriend. If you if it's just finding a significant other, mm-hmm. then. Uh, I good guess luck. take all the steps that that you know you can do that. Put yourself out there. Be a good person. Uh, try to meet people. Stuff like that. Don't keyword. Be, don't be, be a, a good person. Yeah. Don't be a creep. Uh, um, but like you know, take steps to getting what you want. It's a new year, and you know, there's dark times we live in. So you know, you want to spend your time being happy. Do whatever makes you happy. Follow your your bliss. You know, you don't yeah. see you see uh, too many people complaining and being upset about what they have in life, and it's just like. You just gotta you gotta chase your passion because you never know when life is going to get ripped out of your hands and the choice will no longer be yours. Very I true. I think I had enough of an experience this year uh, myself. I think we all kind of baby have. steps, baby steps, baby steps. All right, uh, don't forget, guys. Hawk Talk is moving over to Ismok TV starting January seventeenth. January 17th, magic number. We will be revealing the new studio, the new two new shows, the Ismo vlogs, and Off the Rails will be coming out the same week. It's gonna be awesome. And on that note, follow us on Twitter. Tony's Walk on Tony. I'm at Daniel Shep. Noel's at Noel Chef. Jeremy's at Jeremy Lee with three Y's. And follow us on Facebook. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Such a ridiculous man. Such a ridiculous man. Ridiculous man. You're a ridiculous man.
I forgot to say, we didn't say it the whole episode. Dang it. Damn that it. makes us ridiculous men. Dude, you should have done it when we were talking about age. Should have been like, you are a ridiculous man. Yeah, you are a ridiculous man. We're trying to get ridiculous Jeez. men to catch on. As hey, no. No, you're you're a ridiculous man. No. You're a ridiculous <laughs> man. I know. There, you had no. so many opportunities to drop it this no. episode. <laughs> no. No. You're a ridiculous no. man. Oh my god. You're a ridiculous so man. Soft. Thank yeah. you guys. Wow. Highlights? Put highlights in here? Nah, man, my hair sun kissed. <laughs> Especially when they're, Jeremy's doing the little, <laughs> he's doing his little dance. Doing a little dance. When you did, a little, did your little dance, you made a little love, you got down tonight. Say some shit, Tony. Talking, talking, Say testing, testing. Just be normal, normal, uh, <clears throat> normal volume. Um, Danny yeah. likes to suck fruit. Mm. Yeah, yep. the test is good. And I'm just going to test to that, yep. We good? <laughs> yeah, we're fucking good, man. What? I apologize. Nah, that's what having a baby is. We we knew what we signed up for. <laughs> uh, what? Being a parent is tough. You know, it's a decision that uh, that I didn't make lightly. <laughs> fucking moron. What? I'm so glad that I uh, yeah. that I chose you, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> It's welcome, okay. Man. Noel's a good baby. <laughs> a little stupid baby. <laughs> little anyway, back. Stupid. Let's get back on the right track. Shouty, shouty, wowna, pouty, shouty, shouty, wowna, pouty. Okay, okay, Danny. Shouty wants to pouty. <laughs>